Welcome to the Discovering Our Scars podcast, where we have honest conversations about things that make us different. I'm Beth. And I'm Steph. Today is April 15th, 2020, around 1030 in the morning. We don't normally timestamp our episodes, but we think it's important to do that in this time period. Yeah, because things are changing almost minute by minute with the coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak and safer at home orders and shelter at home orders. And now we wear masks and all of those kind of changes that are happening. So timestamp matters. And I want to remind you that we are under a stay at home here in Florida. And so Beth and I are in separate locations right now recording. I am at my house in the um, podcast studio where we normally record. And Beth, where are you? I'm in my house in the guest bedroom again, because I can control the sound in here pretty well. But I know I sound a little bit different than it would sound if we were together in the same space. But hopefully it's not too bad. Because you're like lounging on a big chair, right? Isn't that what you're doing right now? I, I am in a comfy chair. It's true. <laughs> Must be and nice. I hope that I hope that wherever folks are listening, that they're in a comfy chair too. <laughs> yes. Hopefully you're comfy because that is something we control a little. We can at least control right now is our comfort level of a chair. <laughs> It's true. Hopefully. Well, we wanted to to talk today about about that actually about all the things that are out of control. So, uh, our episode topic for today is four weeks in. What day is it? I feel like I'm losing track of the days. Like to know if it's Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, it's hard to know what day of the week we're even living in right now. Well, we have, are you experiencing that? Well, we have set up a whole thing now where we record our podcast on Wednesdays. So I know it's Wednesday because we're recording our podcast. (laughs) Those little markers are the things that are helping me go. Because I'll tell you, one's like I have like things that happen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But then after that, I'm like, on Thursdays, I normally think it's Sunday. Because (laughs) after those three days, I have no idea what day it is. Um, Yeah, it's a struggle. I will tell you, um, I don't always know what day it is. I try to know um, because I try to keep up with like the weather patterns because now that I have a dog I have to know like is it going to be raining all day like I need to think through when I can take her out so I that's kind of the only reason why I really semi know what day it is because I'm looking to see what the weather is on the day and I'm like oh it's Friday oh interesting but like there's no meaning in Fridays anymore or a Thursday (laughs) like it's like it's Friday oh yeah that's when I used to go out no no okay Like there's, it's just like Friday is the same as Saturday is the same as Sunday. Like, I mean, people were like telling me happy Easter on Sunday. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I watched you, by the way, I watched your church service on Sunday and on Easter. Yes, it was great. I saw your Easter bonnet. It was super cute. We'll put a screenshot in our show notes. So that was very well made. My son asked me, my son asked me if I had lost a bet. He was like, why would you wear that? It was made of coffee filters, right? Yes, coffee. But how did you color it? There's like color highlighters. That is, see, you're super creative. I was going to dye them with food coloring. Yeah. But when I cleaned out the pantry, like when we knew, okay, we're going to be at home, cooking at home a lot. We got to clean out the pantry. I apparently threw out the food coloring. So then I had to come up with a plan B, which was, oh, I'll just use highlighters. And it was better anyway, because when you use the food coloring, they have to dry overnight and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So this was better. But yeah, so we had a... we. Thank you for watching. It was fun. I, I We tried to make it fun. It's yeah. one of those things where it's such an important day on 
the calendar, on the Christian yeah. calendar. We wanted to try to make it as special as we could. It's, and so for me, I do still have a lot of my Sunday routine in place because we are still doing our church services online. But a lot of the routines that have marked time for us, generally, like have marked time for us as a, as a society, those have changed. You know, it used to be that on Monday morning, my husband would go to work and my kids would go to school and I would sit at my desk and do my own schoolwork. Mm -hmm. But now everyone's just here all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's hard to, oh yeah, today's Monday and Monday's just like Tuesday and (laughs) Tuesday's just like Wednesday. You know, it's like the days sort of run together, which that used, I guess my other experience with that has been like, uh, if we're on a really great vacation, Mm -hmm. Mm. Right. And then it's like days don't matter because we're just enjoying every moment Mm -hmm. and we're just kind of going day by day. And then it doesn't matter. It's like you you get to the the middle of the week or the end of the week. You're like, wait, how long have we been here? What Mm -hmm. day is it? This feels like a less positive version of that. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, (laughs) it's the um, yeah, not the best vacation I've ever been on, but not the worst, but not the best. So what are you, what are you doing to mark your days now? Like you said, you have work that you have scheduled yourself to do Mm -hmm. the beginning of every week, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So I still do my weekly schedule. I do weekly schedule and a daily schedule and I still make my daily schedule, but sorry, I had something in my throat, not coronavirus. It was not in my throat. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. But if you do, it's okay because we are separate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, a few miles apart. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Which I think is the recommendation now, right? It's not six (laughs) feet apart anymore. It's like a couple miles miles. apart. (laughs) Last I heard, like a cough can go 27 feet. Then I heard like social distancing should be 13 feet. I don't even know. I think we should be in separate houses is the new new rule. Anyways, your question was, I still make my schedule, but I make my schedule knowing I might not do anything on the schedule. And knowing that that's okay. So yesterday we had things on our schedule. I think I maybe checked off one of the things. I moved the all the things to today. Or no, not even today because I already had other stuff. So I moved the other stuff to like Wednesday. Um, today is Wednesday. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Then I moved them to Thursday, I guess. Oh, that no. was an excellent way to prove <laughs> the point. I really appreciate I don't that. Know. Okay, I gotta <laughs> yeah. tell you. Um I sometime last in the last days, I don't even I can't tell you what day. I think it was Friday. It could have been Saturday. I don't know. Last week, <laughs> my neighbor's cat they just got a cat and their cat got got out and we're all looking for this cat in my backyard. And then there the, the, there was these crazy little bugs everywhere. I'm like, what is oh. this? And I f- it was a termite swarm. So Uh-oh. I have freaking termites in my house. Not in my house. It was outside. Well, hopefully yeah. just in the yard, yeah. right? No, it was, yeah. But I'm, so I don't know what day it is. I have termites. My brain is all like messed up. So anyways, today, Wednesday, got it. Um, <laughs> the My bug guy is coming to do termite treatment in the backyard. So hopefully that will be the first step in this whole process. But yeah, like, life I guess that's part of it, is like life keeps happening with this coronavirus stuff like my mom's been having some issues with things at her house and it's like these like big kind of like house things keep happening that I just like I don't I don't know what's happening right. and it's just, it's just order 
Yeah, it's, it's just lot. ordinary life, but for some reason, it just is way more weight. Like it's already like yes, termites is already a big way, deal. But then I'm like, yes, but it's way heavier right now. And I had to ask, like, are they going to be in my house? Like I had, and they called this morning asking if I'd be okay to take paperwork, like things like that that you would never ask because of. But now it's like just everything has extra weight to it because of the the virus and because of social distancing, and it's just like it's a lot. So yeah, like Monday. I had a list of things to do, but my goal was to try to go to Trader Joe's on Monday. That was my goal. And when I say try yeah. is <laughs> we, we drive past first to see if it looks busy. And also we, you know, we bring our mask. We have to like prepare, like we're going to battle. Right? Like, you know, I had my mask and I took my credit card out of my wallet and just had it in my pocket and only had that didn't bring my purse in. And so there was not a line. So I was able to go in, get the food, get out and I felt very comfortable. I think I've said like every week, I'm comfortable at Fresh Market and Trader Joe's. They're doing a very excellent job. Shout out to them. They're doing a great job. All their people are wearing masks. Not a shout out to Publix because I have not been back. <laughs> and I think you might have been. Have you been to Publix, <laughs> Beth? Um, I I went for the last time last week. I won't go again. I'm going to stick to smaller stores yeah. from now on. It was a very stressful uh, unpleasant experience and it was not Publix's fault I no, mean they yeah. really they're doing everything they can mm-hmm. um it's just there's too many people in there I think with tough with big stores like that that's just like a huge challenge and like yeah I don't <clears throat> know that there's any perfect solution to it but but then my neighbor went to Publix like the same day I think you went Beth but later in, in the day and she said it was totally fine like she had a good experience so yeah you know, I tried I think to go right when they opened because I thought well everything will have just been sanitized yeah. and they won't be really busy but it was busy and mm-hmm. I guess everybody had the same thought that I did of, Oh, go and get this done. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe later in the day would be better, but yeah. I'll just, I'll just stick to the smaller stores and what we can't get, we can't get. And that's okay. Yeah. We'll work around it. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to try to go to Costco today later in the day. And if there's a line, we won't go, but if there is not a line, we'll, well, and by we, I mean, I, my mom's not going into any stores, but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get the, the stuff for us. And also when I'm in the store, I don't know if it's about, if it's like with you, but when I'm in the store, I'm like, just, just grab it, just grab what you can. Like, I'm not even like really processing. I'm just like, yeah, girl, I need that. Okay. Just grab it. Like, I'm not even like, is this something? Just put it in the cart. Hurry up. Just get out of here. So like, that's how I'm like shopping. I'm not like really, huh? It, what, what is in this thing? Huh? Let me look, let me look at the label. I'm like, put it in the cart. Like, that's my brain. It's just like, just get yeah. it, get out, get it done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know if that's, just I go me, with a but. really, well, I go with a really detailed list. So that helps, but I don't know if you have experienced this. I did see somebody post about it on Facebook yesterday. So I don't feel like I'm the only one who's gone through this, but we used to eat out a lot and that money never, mm. it, it never was just one bill. Yeah. But going to the grocery store and trying to shop for a family of four for two to three weeks, mm-hmm. that is a ginormous bill. I've never spent so much money at the grocery store before, yeah. ever. Even when I was buying for like, oh, we're going to have 15 people over yeah. for Christmas dinner. This last trip was crazy how much money it cost. Can you even fit so, all that in your cart? Oh, it took three carts. Okay, that's what I'm going to say. Because like I went, one of the like, one of the first times I went to Trader Joe's when this all happened, I filled up my cart and I was like embarrassed. Because Trader Joe's, they don't oh. encourage you to like buy a cart worth. And I was like, oh. Right. And they had signs that say you're limited to one cart too. <laughs> I was like, I felt embarrassed. I was like, oh no. How are you handling three carts? Are your kids going with you? Well, so yeah, my son goes with me. And okay. so he gets a cart and I get a cart. And actually mm. two carts held everything yeah. until at the end when they were bagging it mm. up. And then we just had to grab a third cart yeah. just to have room because 
you know, when stuff's in bags that yeah. is more organized. Yeah, we're spending a lot more money, but I'm honestly like, I'm not even really looking at prices. I'm just kind of like put it in the cart. And like, I have literally have no idea how much I spent at Trader Joe's the other day. I think it was over a hundred, but yeah. I have no idea because it's just kind of like, those things are important. Yes. you Obviously money is important and knowing what you spend is important, but like, these are things that I need. And I know I'm not like just buying stuff I don't need. Like I'm making right. good choices. I know that much, but yeah, I don't know what I'm spending. Well, well I was going to say you might have spent the same amount of money before, but it would have been spread out over multiple trips. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or some of that money would have gone to pay for food you were eating out because yeah. you used to eat out for lunch. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. so the money part of it, I think will work out. Yeah. Um, it's not, mo- it just I, was still yeah. shocking to me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, if this had been broken into four shopping trips, it wouldn't be so surprising, I yeah. guess. But yeah. Well, I'm happy to say that I can now have a frozen pizza again because my oven is working. Oh yeah. Finally this week it got repaired. What day um, did it get repaired, Beth? Oh, this wait. week. <laughs> was this it this week? week? I don't know. It wasn't this week. It was last week. <laughs> It was Friday. It was the end oh, of last week. Oh, yeah. That's that's a tough time period because so, it could be any day. It was, it was a day. Yeah. It was a day. It ended in Y. I yeah. don't know. I'm losing track of the days. Nothing feels normal, which is probably an understatement. But yeah. I, I mean, just like you were saying about how you have to plan. Yeah. To, to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Like, things, oh, yeah, this can't be delivered. So we're going to have to go to the store and get it. Mm-hmm. Or um, we're just going to go and see if we can even get into the store if it's not too busy. Yeah. That. It used to be that grocery shopping was not a major outing. No, it was just it like was, uh, it was something you could just fit in whenever. Yeah, yeah it was just like yeah, and you, and you pick up. You could go multiple times per week. Just pick up the little right. things you need. But I'm not doing that. No, me either. Yeah, I'm like the most. We were able to survive last week until I think we went Thursday or Friday. Um, we went to Fresh Market and got some supplies and then monday we went to trader joe's but we can go we go pretty much like a week or a little bit more between going to those stores yeah i've been trying to stretch it past two weeks but i don't think it's really hard to do that yeah Yeah, it's really hard to do that and also like i love my family so much Mm -hmm. i i came into this with no ability to plan how much they were going to eat oh yeah it just it's just as unplannable yeah i mean like i i would make a dinner this has happened to me several times in this period that we've been only eating at home. Like I'll make a meal thinking, Oh, this will be dinner tonight oh, and yes. lunch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing left. Oh. Like I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't have the ability to plan how much yeah. they're going to eat. Maybe by the end of this, I will. Maybe that'll <laughs> be a new skill that I gain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I don't like planning these massive grocery store trips. I don't want like it to be like, as much planning as I was put in, I would put into a vacation. Now I've got to put yeah. it into just going to the grocery store to get basic supplies. Yeah. And some, some, some things we can't get, right? I know. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, what do you need that you can't get? I'm still trying to find tissues, like facial tissues, Beth. You know those, right? <laughs> I do know those. <laughs> She's So Stephanie is poking fun at me right now because I call toilet paper toilet tissue. I think that's actually what it's called on the It is what it's called, too. but no one calls it that, Beth. But but I apparently am the only one who calls it that, and my kids tease me about it nonstop. Um, it's like people that so, call Panera Panera bread. It's like, what? Why are oh, you calling right, it no, that? It's, Panera. it's Panera. Yeah. But I tend to call facial tissues Kleenex. <laughs> Even though I don't buy Kleenex brand, I just would say, I'm going to go get 
toilet tissue and Kleenex. No, I but need I understand you're looking for tissues. They square, are for your face. square tissues. I've been using tissues more <laughs> than anything because I'm using anytime I have to touch my face, I'm using a tissue. So I'm using them more than I ever have. That's on my list of like, I'm going to need this. You got to find and that. And I can't yeah. order it online. No one. They're not available anywhere. How about you, Beth? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about you were saying about how every time you touch your face, you use the tissue. Like I am, I feel guilty every time I touch my face now. Like, oh, oh so you're stop. doing it? What are you doing? Well, just use so tissue. I, I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> I just tend to, as soon as I realize that I either go and sanitize my hands or go wash my hands, which is the wrong time. It's, I mean, yeah. I've just done it. You should I, do it I before. Sanitize your hand before you touch your face. Right. But I only could do what I could do. Yeah. Um, okay. So what have I not been able to buy? Well, yeast is sold out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that. And actually, I heard a funny thing at some point. I don't know when. I started to say it was the beginning of this week, but I don't know. It could, it could have been last month. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm living in the future and it hasn't <laughs> even happened yet. But um, that we've reached the point. Like, So the first part of the pandemic, it was toilet paper. The See, I was very careful there. Toilet paper. Good job. The, the next part of the pandemic was meat, was ground beef, which I think is going to happen again. Yeah. But now we're at like the hair dye part of the pandemic hair where they dye. can't keep hair dye on the shelf. Really? I mean, I just, I don't know. I oh. just saw that somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, yeah, I guess that is an issue. People not being able to go to the hair salon and get, get maintenance done or whatever. Um, I have not needed to buy hair dye, so that hasn't been an issue. But I haven't been able to get yeast. And I would really feel better if I had one more bottle of hand sanitizer. Mm. But there is none of that to be found. But for the most part, everything that we've wanted has has been available. Just some of it in limited quantities. So we just have to be careful about how we use it. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is like we've never had to live like that. Like I've never had to live where I'm like needing to get tissues and can't find them. Like I just always order them at Amazon in a big pack. And it takes me forever to use them because I don't really use them a lot in in general. So yeah, that is a weird thing is like, like dog food was sold out everywhere for a long time. And I just saw on Chewy that it was a max dog food was available. And so I don't need a bag right now, but I was like, I ordered it because I was like, that will take that off my mind. Have you been able to get the gloves that you need for your work? No, but so instead of using the gloves we have, if we need gloves for something, like when we bring in an Amazon package or something, we're using poop bags, you know, for dogs when you put their poop. Well, they're perfect to put your hand in. And so you can use it to cover your hand and then just throw them away. Because we have a lot of those. And so that's kind of our substitute for gloves. So we can keep the gloves when we really, really need them. Yeah, so that's a good it idea. Works. The only time that I had a heart that I've not been able to buy facial tissues. Yeah. I just remember this. The second time that Stephen and I went to Russia. So the trip where we were going to be able to actually get custody of our son, mm-hmm. we both got colds. And it's understandable, right? I mean, it was <clears throat> late December, early January in Russia. It was cold. It was snowing. We're Floridians. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Probably not surprising. And, and we were going in and out of a maternity hospital every day. Mm-hmm. Not, not surprising, right. Yeah. That we would be exposed to germs. And so we both got colds and had not brought anything for that. So we went to the little corner market, which was our only sort of source of supplies. We just bought all the tissue that they had all the facial tissue i started to say kleenex whatever you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. all of that and they only had the little um oh like portable ones? rectangle travel pack oh yeah things mm-hmm. because it really it was like um 
it was sort of like going to a Circle K yeah, or a 7-Eleven, like that kind of a store. They didn't have a lot of, it wasn't a full-on grocery store. Yeah. So we just bought them all because we were using them like crazy and we knew we would need them. We were there for two weeks. They never restocked. Wow. So then we felt really bad because we're like, oh, we're not the only people who have a cold, but now nobody in this neighborhood Mm. is going to have any any facial tissue. But we were, it was just like our American way, like we're going to need these. Yeah. And it wasn't, we didn't buy a case of them. We bought, there were probably four packs or something. Yeah. That was the last time I couldn't just have easy access to facial tissues when I was in Russia in winter in 2002. (laughs) So basically we're all living in Russia in winter right now. That's what quarantine is. Or the other thing that this experience is kind of making me think of is with how different time is. A few years ago when my dad passed away, I remember like the week before he got sick, I remember my husband and I had had a conversation about how our family schedule was especially crazy and we wanted to, we were sort of lamenting it. We were complaining about it. And then my dad got sick and went in the hospital and the doctors said, you need to come. And so everything stopped. I went first and then Steve and the kids came and like their school didn't matter. His work didn't matter. Nothing mattered except being present with my family in that time when my dad passed away and we had his memorial service. And when we came home and things started to get back to normal, I remember reflecting on that and being like, wow, everything that seemed really important all of a sudden wasn't important. And things that I thought couldn't stop, stopped. And like I ignored everything on my calendar and the world kept spinning. Mm. This feels like an extension of that experience. Mm. So not only does it, not only am I experiencing grief because I'm, sort of transported back to a time when, when grief was so present for me, but also it is like an extension of that time because everyone is having their calendar disrupted and having their routine disrupted. I don't know. Do you, do you feel that at all? Like that in some ways it feels like time is stopping. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like we as society is being forced to halt and stop everything I mean, I wouldn't say it feels like time is standing still, but it does feel like it's like a forced, like, um, like, like you said, like a tragedy in your life where just you, when that happens, you can just like, nothing matters. Your schedule doesn't matter. You throw it out the window. It kind of feels like that's happening on a grand scale, literally on a grand scale. I started watching this YouTube channel where they have a, they have a chateau in France and they're Mm. talking about how they can't work on that chateau at all because the, um, the DIY stores, I think they called it, um, are all closed. So like hardware mm. stores are all closed and they are all, uh, they call it the lockdown. They're locked down. And so, they, but they say it with fun accents. Obviously, I can't say it as well as they Way do. Way better, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the world is shut down. And so, yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of a forced break, forcing us all to kind of reevaluate things and examine things that we haven't before. A good thing, though, is there is signs that the environment is getting is healthier. There's less cars out there on the roads. There's, um, I think, fish coming back in streams and things like that. So if anything's positive, it's that the environment also gets a chance to rest from our havoc we do to it. Yeah. Do you think that that maybe we could use this as an opportunity to rethink how we schedule ourselves and how we use resources? 
I am as anxious as everyone else for this to kind of be over and for us to get back to normal. But then part of me wonders if maybe a new normal would be better, healthier. Yeah, I think it is ultimately going to result in in a lot of positives. I, I think it's probably too soon to, I mean, something I've been noticing on the news is they're like, when is the, when are we going to reopen? When is everyone going back to work? Yes. And they're making all these predictions. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's time to do that. I mean, the government has said 30 days. We're not even outside of, oh, so end of April. We're not even, right. we're in the middle of April right now. I think it's too soon to be saying what that's going to look like. I think it's time to sit and reflect on today. Um, so I don't know. I definitely think positive things can come out of this and will come out of this. Um, I think society is going to change in drastic ways. I do think something as simple as handshaking is not going to be the norm. At least I'm not going to be handshaking. Um, yeah. You know, I think stuff like that, and especially there's no easy answer to when this is going to be over. Um, I mean, it's only over until we all have coronavirus or we have a vaccine. Yeah. When we so say it's too early. And when we say vaccine, like once we have a vaccine, that doesn't mean we're done as well, because like the flu, we know with the flu vaccine, people still get the virus. So, you know, I don't think I think it's way too soon to say like when this will be over and even what that what that means over. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really predict a future. If I could, I think I would have, you know, stocked up on some more things in uh, February. Right. Facial tissues. <laughs> yeah, facial yeah. tissues. But I um, just, I, yeah. I mean, I know it's too, it's too soon to know when it'll be over. I think one of the positives that we can take out of it, or at least that I can take out of it personally, is to rethink how I schedule myself and how I use resources. Because if it's possible to make a change like this, basically overnight, then maybe other mm. changes that I thought were impossible, maybe they're actually possible. Yeah, that's a good answer, Beth. By the way, I miss seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss looking across the table and seeing Beth. I know. I could say that, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I, like, I can't Because we're not talking. even... <laughs> Yeah, we're not even able to do this like by FaceTime. To get I guess the, we could, but it'd be too confusing. It'd be confusing. To, so to get the audio right, so yeah, to get the audio right, we have to do it. I this should way, put a picture means. of you in front of me, <laughs> and I should like move it. You depending on, or maybe you know what you could do is you could record yourself for like an hour, just kind of talking, <laughs> and then I could put a video screen of you in front of me, just talking. When oh, that's perfect. So if you could just work on that. For next week. Okay, I'll just and I'll just, I'll just put, put that a, on my to-do list. Oh. <laughs> a random video, sure. You can work on it any day. I won't tell you the day you have to work on it because you won't you won't even know what day I it is anyway. Yeah, the days are sort of meaningless. <laughs> yeah. Day? What is day? So Beth, we're obviously talking a lot about our routines being adjusted and things like that, but I know at your house you have some kids over there. So how about how is their lives? What is what is their routines looking looking like? Their schedules are completely out of whack. I have not been making them get up at a certain time or go to bed at a certain time because I feel like they've lost a lot by not being able to be in school and not being able to see their friends. And, you know, especially my son, who's a senior, I'm like, he doesn't get to go to grad bash at Universal Studios or go to prom or probably he won't even get to have a graduation ceremony. So like, really, he can stay up as late as he wants, mm. right? This is the least that, that I can yeah. give him. So, you know, you stay up later, then you sleep later. So their schedules are completely off. There's one day this week 
Sunday. I don't know what day. There's a day this week when I know my daughter has to take a chemistry test and the test is only going to be available online between, you know, a certain number of hours. Like it's, it's a big span, like between 8am and 5pm or something like that. And I'm, and I'm already like, okay, okay, I got to write myself a note or put a reminder on my phone to make sure that she is up and does the test. And, you know, those kinds of things, um, are really, especially uh, difficult because Mm -hmm. other than that, they really have no schedule and their assignments for school have these long lead times. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to give you, uh, we got an email from uh, my daughter's Spanish teacher yesterday. And she's like, I've posted the assignments. They have two weeks to get them done. Mm. It's like two weeks is way longer (sighs) than they would normally have to do their schoolwork. But also, if she said, turn it around in 24 hours, that would create such stress and anxiety mm. that it, it would be miserable. So yeah. she's, she's doing the, the right thing. You know, she's doing the best that she can. But yeah, their, their schedules are completely different than what they were in the beginning of March or even, even the middle of March. I mean, it's just is so, yeah. it's so different now. And they have freedom in terms of their schedule, but they don't have freedom of movement. I mean, Mm -hmm. they can't just go hang out with friends and they can't just have friends over. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on today's show. Um, I thought, you know, we've kept you up to date on what we've been binge watching for the last couple episodes. So I figure we should continue that. What do you think, Beth? Yeah. What are you binge watching? You (gasps) have something really good? Asking. I think last week (laughs) I was telling you that I had finished Gilmore Girls and wasn't sure what to watch. Well, I have found, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen the show, so it's not like it's a <laughs> brand new thing. It's not a new discovery. <laughs> no, my mom watched it a while back. She told me about it and it was like, it sounded crazy. And I was like, okay, great. Um, she did an accurate description of it, actually, uh, now that I've seen it. Uh, it's way more funny, though, to watch it than just hear her talk about it. And Wait, it's not I almost a- don't want you to say the title. Oh, I why? almost want you to describe the show oh. and see if I can guess what it okay. is. Okay. I think you might have talked about it before. Okay. First of all, it's all Canadian actors, which is super fun because they all say sorry in a weird way. You know, Canadians, how they say sorry. They say like sorry. sorry. It's so funny sorry. and it's cute. So like they all say sorry. So funny. It makes me like laugh every time. They are rich people that um get that didn't pay their taxes and so all their oh, things are taken away yes have you seen it yeah do you love I, it okay Beth. No. oh i watched the best show ever I, I have tried twice no. to watch it no. like i've tried to i've tried twice to start it yeah and i i just Why? can't get into it and i so badly want to yeah and part of the reason that i so badly want to is it was uh again i'm losing track of time a week or so ago <laughs> okay the the creator of that show, Dan. his mom yeah. tweeted uh-huh. <laughs> that she wished she could go back to the 1980s mm-hmm. when she was so worried about her her son who loved to twirl and she was worried about how the big bad world would treat him hmm. and that she wishes she could go back to herself in the 80s and say, hey, he's going to take mm-hmm. on the big bad world and he's going to be okay. Aww. Yeah. Um, and that that made me like want to try again but oh. I just don't know well, tell, so me, tell what, me what you love about okay. it okay so first of all yeah the first episode I was kind of like oh this is going to be you know not great um but it was just it's hilarious it's so funny the the characters like they're definitely playing like stereotypes but in a really funny and just like like 
funny way. I don't know. Like they, I love the mom. I think her accent, like in the way she pronounces words is like the greatest. And also I love that the mom is, she played the mom in um, Home Alone. That's how I recognize her. Right. That's right. She does not seem like she's had a a work done on her face. She looks her age. Mm -hmm. And I love that. That's so refreshing because so many actresses, uh, older actresses have so much work done and they they don't have expressions. They can't really show emotion because they have Botox it out of their face. And so I love that, that she looks like she hasn't had work done and she's like so expressive. She's just so funny. I also love that it's kind of like a kind of like a small town who you would assume is very like um, is not accepting of all types of people. So like the the son is well, he's pansexual is what he says, but Okay. Essentially gay um, because he ultimately um, gets married to a man. Spoiler but, alert. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. Maybe. I don't know. You should watch the show. It's really good. But it the town is so accepting without even like and I, I listened to the creator talk about it. The creator, the two creators are actually the actors and the, the dad in the show and the son in the show. They um, created it together. He said that they they wanted to kind of project a world that we want to live in, like where people just accept people mm. without having that that time period of like judgmental and that kind of stuff. And it's so refreshing. It really is like I didn't really notice it at first, but then I kind of was like, no one's questioning this and no one's like saying anything. They're just like accepting it. And it's just like so refreshing. It's just like a fun romp, funny and it's easy to follow. And it's not it's light. And it's not like super deep and it's not like super raunchy or super like really harsh language. Like it just is very inviting and fun and freeing and like. Did a great it catch escape. you from the first episode though? Um, I, the first episode I was not a huge fan, but I kind of was like intrigued and it seemed light and I was like, okay, let me try this. And then it probably took me maybe five episodes to be like, I'm hooked because a lot of stuff, especially, especially in the first season, a lot of stuff kind of happens that you're just like. You're like, okay, this is a little much, but it just, it gets better. It gets way better. I think, I don't know what the best season is. They're all, and there's only 13 episodes in each season. So I'm actually done. It took me about a week and I'm done. But there's one season, season six is the latest season that literally just finished. And that's not on Mm. Netflix right now. So I'm probably going to buy it on some kind of service so I can watch it uh, because it's not (laughs) streaming anywhere yet. It could just be that I think anything that's not, pandemic related is great I'm unsure yeah (laughs) I don't know if my tastes have changed where I'm just like it's something (laughs) an escape (laughs) I love it so who knows but it's called Shit's Creek and it sounds like a curse word but it's an actual real person's last name if you look it up in the phone book there are people with the last name shit sorry about that yeah I also know s-c-h-i-t-t yes s-c-h also there are people with the last name craps because in Live Oak (laughs) where we used to live there was people that owned some businesses it was called like craps pharmacy and craps other thing and you're like oh no that's unfortunate with two peas two um, right i don't know actually i just know it's craps but they owned like a lot of businesses it's like that is an unfortunate last name for owning businesses well maybe i'll give it another try thanks Please, for the recommendation give it another try beth give it like watch watch at least through season five and then let me know what you think <laughs> i can't make that kind of a commitment it's only 13 episodes per season and they're half an hour. Come on. You can watch that in a night. <laughs> you have nothing else to do, 13 Beth. 13 episodes at half an hour? Or like That's 20 minutes. Not even. hours. Well, oh, look. I can do math. I'm Beth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I haven't watched this one either, but another friend recommended a show called Money Heist on Netflix. Have you watched that one? I have one? not watched that. Is it funny? I don't know if it's, I don't know. I only want that. funny right now. I don't want drama. I don't want a lot to pay attention to. I want funny, light. Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't speak to it. Because your I'll... recommendation for me, what I'm not even going to attempt watching Ozark. I'm sorry. That does oh, not. Oh, that was so good. I'm so sad it's over. One day I will watch it, but not pandemic day. Anyways, we have asked you in previous episodes uh, to share a story uh, about kind of this time period for you. And one of our previous guests, Lori Kay, actually called in and she had something really interesting to say that I wanted to play for you right now. And here we go. Let's listen to Lori. Hey, Steph and Beth, Lori Keller um, from, from Tallahassee. Um, I just wanted to reply to your episode from March 20th, um, the first one on the coronavirus. Uh, we were traveling. My husband and I were traveling also. We had taken our motorhome to Hilton Head and felt safe. We were going to be in our own space, and we could take groceries along. And I called the grocery store ahead of time to make sure that everything was still good. And they said, yes, except for toilet paper and paper towels and disinfecting wipes. And we had those with us. Um by Tuesday, the restaurant started closing and were only open for carryout. And we still felt safe, but then as we saw the beaches um, getting emptier, which is really unusual for that time of year, and stores closing, um, we were isolating kind of even more, easy to stay away from people. But by the end of that week, actually on Friday the 20th, um, we made the decision that we were going to leave. Uh, a little bit early. We we left on the 21st and headed home. And the feeling I have in all of this is very similar to when I was diagnosed with cancer and didn't have the plan, the treatment plan in place yet. And I didn't like that in-between feeling. Once I had the plan, I was fine. Go. Let's go with it. Let's get this thing done. But I'm feeling like I'm in that in-between stage right now. There's a a lot to plan for um, my job, for, for children's ministries, that um, if things open up, we can do again. But if not, um, here we're doing all this planning, and then it won't happen. Um, I, don't, I don't like this. Um, so what I'm relying on every day is that serenity prayer, um, learning. I've learned to let go as best I can, and I'm definitely doing it every single day. And living this day, um, but it's not easy. And I, I'm just going to say it's tough. It's really tough, not knowing what to do, what not to do, and and how to live in this new world. Thanks. Thank you, Lori. That was awesome. So Lori mentioned the Serenity Prayer, which if you go back to our episode about Celebrate Recovery CR, um, we talked about Serenity Prayer. But it's a, just a great um, kind of mantra to be able to say in this crazy time. And um, so, yeah, I thought that was great. Beth, what did you think of her um, voicemail? Well, I think that she makes a really good point about how it's hard when we don't have a plan and because Mm -hmm. we don't know when this is going to end, it's really hard. It's hard to make plans. And that adds a whole nother layer of um, frustration. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable to be reminded that life is out of outside of our control. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yet every day I feel like we're reminded of that. So it made total sense to me when she likened this to her, to the time period when she had her diagnosis of mm-hmm. cancer, but didn't yet have her treatment plan. It's like, what do I do? 
I'm yeah. in this in this place where I can't control anything and where everything is unknown and I don't know what's coming next and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of each show, we like to end with questions for reflection. These are questions based on today's show and Beth is going to read them and leave a pause between each and you can find a PDF of them on our website. Number one, think back to March 1st. Did your life feel hectic? How does that compare with how you feel now? Number two, these days, how is your weekend different from your work week? Number three, have you ever experienced a time when your calendar didn't matter, a death in the family or uh, an illness or something like that? How does this experience compare to that time? And number four, will this experience change how you manage your calendar in the future? This has been the Discovering Our Scars podcast. Thank you for joining us.